Sit With Us acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to the land this podcast is recorded on. We also pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella. And I'm Dom. And this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture, and everything in between. Coming up on this episode. Look, I I would like organic cotton in my vagina, but I can't justify spending $10 for seven pads. Hello, Thrush. Welcome back. It's been a minute. Look, I feel like I'm only just here. Like, today has gone, it feels like, for a very long time. I was just about to say it's the day after the Aries, but no, that was yesterday, hun. Yeah, that, it's, yeah. it's definitely <laughs> that kind of week, right? I feel like now that I'm, you know, I can say officially I'm in my 30s because I'm at the tail end of being in my first year of my 30s, is that, my social battery depletes so quickly and also stays depleted for a lot longer than what it used to. Yeah. And so if I have a very big day of like being social and around people, mm-hmm. I just feel like the next few days, like don't talk to me, don't like I don't want to be like spoken to. I, just I don't wanna, know what it is. I just Do you feel be, the same? I just want to be in a little shoebox, okay? So – I leave Sydney. Aries was great. Anyway, get home. I'm cooked, guys. Like I was so tired and get off the plane. Happy days, you know, in the Uber going home. Get home to walk to the front door and realize I don't have a key to get inside and I'm locked out of my house. Uh, Yeah, because when I left to go to Sydney, Guy dropped me off at the airport, which he doesn't usually do, but I was not well enough to drive because I was so just out of it. And We're going to get into your health saga of this week. This week has been, I don't know, let's blame it on the moon. I don't know if there is a full moon. I don't know if there's been some retrograde bullshit, but we're going to make it up and we're going to say it is because there's just (laughs) been a lot going on this week. There's been a lot. But forgetting your keys at home oh is my like God. is yeah I think that's my worst nightmare as well like getting locked out and it, like that doesn't happen to me that's never happened to me maybe when I used to live in my parents' house but you know you have the spare key hidden somewhere so in this case yeah I don't have a spare key hidden somewhere and I'm standing there thinking like oh my God what am I gonna do even my brother doesn't have my key. Okay, call mum. Mum, where are you at the moment? Are you around? Like just trying to gauge what she's doing because I don't want to be annoying and make her leave something if she was out. (laughs) So I'm like, are you like busy? Are you just at home? Like are you doing nothing? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I need you to drive to mine because I am locked out and Guy is not getting home for another two and a half hours. So – this is up. Please come and yeah, see like me, please come. So, and mum see. came to the rescue, which yeah. they often do. And we love that. Thank God for that, Belinda but Champion. The social battery was low, so mum rocks in, brings the key. Love that. Thanks, mum. See you later. My brother unexpectedly shows up at the same time. So I'm oh. upstairs in the kitchen trying to just catch a glass of water and wee. Brother rolls in, wants to chat, and I am like double eyelidded. Double eyelid, like I get two eyelids when I'm tired. <laughs> so 
I'm double-lidded and my brother gets the same thing so he knows when I'm tired. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he wants to have a fucking chat. I haven't even really eaten. So I'm like, like I don't even know, sleepwalking, putting some of mum's pastries in the air fryer, thank God oh. for mum again for having food there. And James is wanting to know all about the Aries and I'm like, bruh. Like, yeah, oh, the like, questions. The, yeah. That was my mum. Yeah. Like, tell me everything. I'm like, mum. Let me just even like yeah. take my pants off and just yeah. relax a bit. <laughs> Literally. You know? Yeah, I did not. I, I honestly didn't catch a break. And then Guy came home like maybe 10 minutes after James had left and I was defeated on the couch, like sitting there on the couch with the love triangle finale on with the cats just like, okay, hey, babe. Like I had no energy for him. I was just like the yeah. flattest piece of shit. It is really hard when – you've had like a big social event, you know, and then you are just completely depleted and then you have nothing, you feel like you have nothing to give your partner. That's yeah. kind of been me as well. And yeah. I'm also on my period so I'm also at that stage of like fucking you've left your clothes on the floor again. Oh. Like can you not close the drawer when you get your clothes out of the drawer? Yeah. Like, okay, this is what I don't understand. Please explain this to me, right? Mm. You, they open the drawer to get the clothes out mm. but cannot close the drawer after getting a pair of undies out. Close it. It's not that hard. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I, 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 I to- can totally understand. Like I don't want to come home after I've been gone for two nights. And the thing is with me, like guy's not messy, right? He's not. He's very organised. He's very clean. But I don't want to come home to even just like one cutlery in the sink. And that's just me being like me. Like, yeah, you know. So I cleaned the house when I got home as well. I did the dishes. I emptied the dishwasher because I was home and I was like, I don't want to be sitting on the couch knowing that there's like a couple of dishes in the sink. Like I just can't. I can't sit there like that. So. Oh, I know. Same. Yeah. Like and also just, you know, if there are dirty dishes, either – Wash them. It's not that hard. There's only a few. Or just put them in the dishwasher so they're out of sight. They're just in their little home (laughs) to be washed. Yeah, it feels. And look, when you're feeling tired, as we are even today, and it's Friday right now, guys, just so that you know. Wait, is it? It's Friday. We're trying to record a podcast from different locations. I'm not even with Optus and the internet connection shit. So happy Friday. Just happy fucking week. Of craziness. As, yeah. But let's go – let's start where your week started, babe, and it started pretty grim. Oh, God. This week has honestly felt like a very long week and not just with the Arias and going to Sydney. So last weekend I had a wedding down in Mornington Peninsula, which was so nice. It was one of Guy's best mates. It was so special to actually like share that with him and uh, and it weddings was, are just so nice. It was honestly just so Aren't beautiful. They? They're beautiful. Yeah, and it was an Irish wedding, so like the speeches, I couldn't help but have a giggle because of their accent. Like it was just <laughs> so funny, and everyone got super drunk. They're big drinkers, and I have not been drunk since my birthday in April. Right. So so that's a quite a long time, really. Solid. It's like seven months. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, you know what? This weekend, I'm gonna let my hair down, and have some fun, like. You know, I've been so good. I want to get a bit buzzed and mission accomplished. I got buzzed. Like your girl got lit. I was having the best time. I was dancing with all these randoms on the day. I was just having the best time. I did not want to leave. 
Um, yeah. But then it got to the point where guy was like, babe, I think we should go. Like, it's late and you're very drunk. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. You're probably right. <laughs> and so you, you were ushered off the dance floor by your partner because you were too drunk. Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, ushered off. And... Next morning, it was really weird. Like Sunday morning, I woke up being like, oh, like, yeah, I'm, I'm hung, headache. Yeah, not great. But, you know, no UTI. Like, because the last time I got drunk, I got a UTI and this was being on Roaccutane. Okay. So yeah. straight away, that was like one of the first things I checked if I got that wing sensation or the, the urge to wee and I didn't have any of those symptoms. But then we get to the recovery lunch, which – I don't understand why there's recoveries these days at weddings, but, you know, go off, whatever. You do what you got to do. So we go to the recovery and it's all white themed. Great. I'm wearing white denim, cute set. Yeah. And Guy and I are having a cranberry juice because, I don't know, apparently it's meant to be good for you like after you drink alcohol or something. It just like cleanses Cleanses you, right? Like yeah. It's meant to be – well, the funny thing is you're meant to drink cranberry juice when you get a UTI. So this just – it's like a comedy of errors right here, isn't it? Coincidence? I don't know. So guy gets us a cranberry juice. I had about half of the cranberry juice and I was like, oh, I feel like I need a wee, so I'm going to go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom, wee, and then I wipe and – it burnt. First of all, when I weed it, like I had that really painful, like sharp pain right up. In- it felt like it was up into my stomach, like from my yeah, bloody urethra all sign. the way up. Like it was that sharp, horrible pain. And I was like, oh, shit. Wiped. And then I looked at the toilet paper because I didn't feel right. And then lucky I looked mm. because there was basically a red, like light pink, ready, uh, all over the toilet paper. And I'm in a white outfit with no underwear, guys. I don't wear underwear. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I text guys straight away. I'm like, babe, I think I'm bleeding. This is an emergency. I am in white. I do not have underwear on. Hello. Help me. Uh, what do we do? And he was just like, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he's just sitting there drinking his cranberry juice, being like, oh, shit. What Literally. am I going to do now? I don't know. He's like, what do you need me to do? And I'm like, I don't know right now. I'm very confused. I'm not meant to have my period. Like, I had it two weeks ago. I'm just going to sit here for a few minutes and just kind of gather my thoughts. And he was like, okay, let me know what you need me to do. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what is going on? Like, what is. What is this? And then in my head I was like, oh, maybe it was the cranberry juice I just drank. So, like, I wiped myself up, cleaned up, whatever, went back outside, jumped on Google and tried to find if you could wee out your cranberry. And you can't. It wasn't coming up that you wee out the colour of a cranberry. It was coming up like it's And also that's very quick. Like, quick. It took, like, ten minutes, not even. I know. Like, you wee a lot, but you're not going to be weeing cranberry juice I know. within 10 minutes. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, that's great. Like, it's just cranberry juice. It's not a UTI. Great, 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 great. I'll run with that. And then <laughs> I go back to the bathroom another 10 minutes later because I started to freak out again. Also, the anxiety. And like, oh, hang yeah. Oh, no. Go back to the bathroom, wee again, and there's more. And I was like, hmm, this is really fucking weird, guys. Like, I'm talking to myself like, this is like. Ella, what, 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 what is this? Like, what? Do you have period pain? It's also scary. Like, I was just sitting there, like, analyzing and you don't know what's going on. What's going on? And you're not even that hungover, which is a big thing. You're all dressed in white. Very bad hangovers, and now your hangover's gone. Hmm, this is weird. This is weird. Anyway, we um, left a few hours later. I just stayed put on a seat and kept checking my denim if there was any red seeping through. Um, but there wasn't, thankfully. Which is interesting, right, because I'm going to fast forward a little bit here because mm. 
they've told you that there wasn't actually blood in your wee, but if it was your period, it it sh- it would have come out on the white clothes. I know. So this is it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So let's fast forward. The weekend is over, okay? The wedding and the fucking recovery is done. It comes Monday. Monday morning, I wake up and felt fine, just really tired, went to the bathroom, wiped. What do I find? Blood. Different kind of blood this time, not like cranberry juice but looking not just on any paper, kind of, like, like proper a blood. A lot of blood. And I was like, ooh, this is a bit of a worry. Um, okay. Uh, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the doctor, went to my GP, told him everything, did the urine sample. He was like, look, my theory is, and I went into all of this being like, the last time I drank, I got a UTI and I'm on Roaccutane. So that's the only thing that's changed in my life. That's the only new thing in my lifestyle is Roaccutane. I used to drink Mm. all the time and never get UTIs ever. And then the GP sent me home, did my urine sample to be continued. We'll get the results soon. We'll let you know. Cool. Come Monday or come Tuesday, I wake up. There's a lot of blood. I got really faint. I sent myself into a bit of an anxiety episode, so I started shaking, like shivering, like I was shivering, shaking. Guy was like, I don't have to go to work. Like, I'll stay with you. And then I got back into bed and I was freezing, but I was covered in sweat. My body was aching. I was like, oh, fuck, this is not good. I feel very unwell. It was like 5.30 a.m., and then I was like, fuck and you you were flying to Sydney that day as yeah. well. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to the emergency because these symptoms have happened to me before when I did have a kidney infection from a UTI. Yeah. So went straight back to the emergency, uh, the hospital that I went to last time, and it was dead. It was six a.m., so no one was there. Walk in, and um, look, the nurses were a bit blasé. I will be honest. Like the reception ladies, there was two, and their computers weren't really working. They kept like making me switch to computers. It was very odd. There was just no urgency, and I was like, "Hi, I'm weighing blood. Um, my back hurts. Like I need help." And then this other nurse like came in. I weighed in the cup. She did the dipstick thing, and. She's like, oh, no, your urine's fine. Like there's no bacteria. There's a bit of blood, but there's no bacteria. So, you know, that's fine. Um, and, you know, the doctors and, you know, we're all in our last uh, last hour of our shift. Um, so I probably wouldn't recommend like seeing another doctor at this time when they're like finishing up. And I was like, oh. Um. Which that explanation, when when Ella told me this, guys, I, I was automatically very, really frustrated for you because yeah. – I don't know if she was saying that, you know, because in a way of telling you you're going to be here for ages if you do want to wait, which she should have just said that that. instead of saying, oh, we're at the end of our shifts now, like making you feel as though they don't want an extra patient. Yeah. it's And we understand that the medical, like, system and, like, the healthcare system right now is, you know, it's it's been pretty hectic since COVID and, you know, the healthcare, like all the healthcare workers are amazing, but sometimes the communication is a little bit wrong and it made you feel as though you weren't being taken care of or your needs weren't being met, you weren't ta- being taken seriously. Yeah, I felt like an idiot. <laughs> I felt like an. Yeah. I felt like I, I walked out of there just being like, um, uh, and like I got back in the car and I was still shivering, like I was literally shaking. Jeez. And I was just so confused. I'm like, something is mm. clearly wrong with me. Why am I being sent home with just no, like, no guidance right now from the emergency hospital? Anyway, I went home, went back to bed for a couple of hours, and then I um, 
our wonderful acupuncturist, Abby from Zong Center, saw my Instagrams and she called me and she was like, Ella, come in the clinic. Let's have a look at you. Let's assess you. And like Abby was like, wow. so how heavy was the blood? Was there clots? Where's the pain? Where's it coming from? When did the fever start? Like she, it was actually Matt who was doing it, but Abby was also asking me this stuff on Instagram. But and that's so interesting to me that the medical staff in the hospital wouldn't ask you those questions either. Like no. this is just what really frustrates me about women's health care in this country. It's it's very frustrating. I've been to the emergency room like three times mm. due to like ovary issues, like, mm. you know, female reproductive system issues. Yeah. And every time I've been it's just like, oh, you know, like it's just – it's you, you know, you you've just got this. You've just got to wait, let it pass, and they don't really ask you, you know, more questions than that. And then they just send you home, and it, mm. and it is frustrating because who knows? It could have been you could have had like an ovarian torsion. It, it might not have been your kidney at that time. You know yeah. what I mean? And they didn't even give you an ultrasound to check. I know, which I find really. And weird. I just was like, I, I felt just very odd. And, you know, thankfully having, you know, more holistic specialists around me like Abby, like Chantel Odden, like Freya, the naturopath that we also had on the podcast, like thankfully I felt so supported because of them because they reached out on Instagram giving me all this other information that they could provide from their perspective in their area of expertise of information about Roaccutane and how it does dry Mm. you out in certain ways. And, you know, the dermatologist denied uh, the things that I was saying and Chantel confirmed it. So obviously, you know, we should always seek medical advice, but I think that it's also great if you can to get advice or other opinions from people who maybe specialise in the holistic in different stuff. areas As, exactly in yeah. different areas holistically because yeah. you know the thing is and, and we've spoken about this a lot on the podcast about my journey with my mental health and being on medication for mm. so long mm. and the misinformation but also just the blind it, it kind of is just blind faith in these certain medications and not mm. understanding that okay Everyone is going to be different and you might have different side effects to what the side effects came up in their study and that what they're saying yeah. aren't going to be all the side effects. So yeah. it is it is just really frustrating and I think the thing that I got out of the, your whole saga was that mm. don't take no for an answer. Like honestly, mm. if you you always know, guys, that if something is wrong with you, you do. okay, I, I fully believe that. You've got to listen yeah. to your gut. And if your gut is telling you there is just something not right, you've got to follow it up. And so I was sitting in the car just before coming in here. And look, after the arias, I started to feel a bit better, like the body aches and the fevers. I did get feverish the night before arias. I was up basically all night just tossing and turning and sweating and like hot and cold. But then the next day that subsided and I have a feeling it may have to do with having the acupuncture. And today I was in the car just before coming into the studio and my doctor called me with the urine sample results. So it turns out I do actually have bacteria in my urine. So the nurse did not detect that when I was in the hospital. Which is so weird. So weird. I just... (laughs) So it's a pretty simple fix. Like I just need antibiotics um, but he was just saying like you have a UTI with not the usual symptoms, like you didn't have – it's like you just got it 
And I'm like, well, yeah, because I drank on Roaccutane. He's like, well, no. And I'm like, well, yes, sir. Like, well, that's- well yes, I'm telling you, this is how like, my body reacts. Yeah. I've been on this Roaccutane. Like, how, what more do they, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, this happened to me when I actually went to get my appendix out. And this is 11 years ago, right? I had none of the regular symptoms of appendicitis. I had the extreme pain. And that was it. Like I had the pain in that area, but I didn't have the the fever. I didn't have the vomiting. I didn't have all of the other symptoms that come with it. And so I was in hospital for four days before they did my appendectomy and I was in fucking agony for four days. But then they finally did and they're like, oh, yeah, well, lucky we did because it was almost about to burst. And I'm like, okay, thanks, thanks for telling me that. Yeah. But it just blows my mind like the past five days when I left hospital, like imagine if something happened after that mm. and she'd sent me home with no blood tests, no ultrasounds, like just sent me home not even with like anything, nothing, not even like pain relief, just zero, <laughs> just like nothing. And I was in complete agony and still feverish for, you know, nearly two days after that. So anyway, that's been my week. It is Friday now and I will pick up my antibiotics tomorrow. And hello, Thrush. Welcome back. It's been a minute. <laughs> Another issue. We love that. Yeah. Thanks for the antibiotics. Hello, Thrush. We love Caniston. Caniston can sponsor sit with us whenever they would like. Yeah. Um, 30 bucks, babe. Get your money ready because it's $30 oh. for that little fucking jar, that little thing, whatever you want to call it. Oh, my God. $30 for Caniston. Honestly, Ladies, it is expensive yeah. to be us. Oh, like I was actually thinking the other day because I got my period yesterday, right? Yeah. And that's why we're not in the – I'm not in the studio today, guys, because I just said to Ella, I can't pick myself up and leave the house because I am hemorrhaging yeah. uh, out of my vagina currently. <laughs> um, so it's been a bloody week. <laughs> Get it? Get the joke? And I was actually thinking when I went to go and, you know, get my my pads out in the bathroom, how much do you think you've spent on on sanitary pads in your lifetime and tampons? Oh, like honestly. Honestly, it's – well, I get fake periods. So for the past 15 years, I haven't been getting a period every month. It was every four months. So, look, I don't spend as much as you but still Thousands. a lot. Thousands. Yeah. Like it's all – and we say this all the time on the podcast. Like it's already expensive for – us women because we do all the little things to upkeep the way that we look our hair our nails our lashes whatever it might be tanning like then we've got the health stuff then we've got the stuff that we need to do and then you know we've got the stuff for pregnancy and then oh okay periods too like we spend so much money on even just like our overall health yeah like you've got to spend money to not get pregnant. Like you spend so many years trying to not get pregnant, yeah. right? So you're buying the, you know, the the pill, you're buying whatever, the contraception that you mm. have to use. Then when you don't fall pregnant because you're trying not to fall pregnant, you've got to collect that blood because the blood means that you're not pregnant and then you've got to spend mon- more money on that. Honestly. So it's just it's, it's beautiful. It's really it's lovely being It's an expensive being life for females. I personally think it really is. You, we, we should be able to get a rebate back on our beauty treatments. Like, and, we and should. And period poverty is a real thing as well. You know, Imagine some, that. Imagine if we could get like, I don't know, $20 back or, you know, 5% of our hair, our nails or any kind of beauty appointment that we got. Imagine if we could get some of that back. That would be nice. I mean <laughs> – That'll never happen. But no. the government, how about the government makes it cheaper for us to buy pads and get contraception and, and all of those things? Just, you that know, should be free. Basics. I, I personally think that pads should be fucking 
way cheaper than what they are. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, you can go to Woolies and you've got, like, organic fucking cotton. The price different. You can be paying 10 bucks for pads. Oh, yeah. I know. And it's I'm ridiculous. like, well, look, I, I would like organic cotton in my vagina, but I can't justify spending $10 for seven pads. Oh, God. See, you know, I, sometimes yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to free bleed in my undies yeah. and I'll fucking wash it. Yeah. I mean, the, the period undies are really good like that. I've actually worn them a few times when my periods aren't as well, heavy. Well, sometimes if I'm like on the first day or like the end day mm. and I'm not like pro- people might think this is disgusting, whatever, you're free to your own opinion. <laughs> but if I've only got like a bit of spotting, yeah. I'll just wear my regular undies. Oh, yeah. If I'm at the, if I'm around the house, if I'm not leaving the house, guys, obviously if I'm leaving the house, yeah. I don't want to leak. I'm going to be wearing something. But otherwise I just, I don't really care. Like I put the clothes in the wash and I'm like, I think about what my nonna used to do in Italy yeah. in the 19 fucking 40s and 50s. You know what they used to do? She told me they would get rags from whatever they had and put it in there. Yeah. And they would, then they would have to walk down to the river yeah. and wash the, the rags in the river, dry them out, and then use them again. Well, I've even – I can't remember who I – I used to follow this chick on Instagram like years ago and she was like really – health and like vegan and you know natural and I don't know what that kind of I don't know what the right word is but everything is very much like you know they don't use electronics like that kind of health oh wow yeah but she had Instagram but she did have Instagram (laughs) yeah good (laughs) lol and she used to wrap her baby um like not in nappies but in cloths well I've actually seen people go as far as on Instagram we obviously don't have children, so I don't know how valid this is, but I've seen on Instagram that there is this thing that you can apparently tell when your baby is going to piss or shit and people read the cues of the baby and then lay them on a thing or put them over the toilet and they piss and shit in the toilet. I'm I'm not kidding you. I've seen it. Well, I guess that – I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense because you do learn like your baby's facial expressions and they go like real red and like they're like pushing – so, yeah, I guess that could work. That would be a good way to save on nappies. But when you haven't slept all night yeah. and you've got a million things in your brain, the the one thing you want to be doing 24 – like I'm sure you're watching your baby all the time anyway, but like yeah. is that real – like yeah. please. It's a lot. Like even cloth nappies. Cloth nappies, oh, I don't know. God. Yeah. No, look, thank you, sir. It's a lot. Even nappies are fucking expensive. Oh, oh. Anyway, that's a whole nother topic. When we that's get a, when that's we, a whole other. Well, we'll get there when we have kids one day. That's all. That'll be the topics around. Yeah, you know. one day, the guys, and then there'll be a day where we're complaining about the price of nappies yeah. and that our nipples are cracked. So Ew, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> delightful. Speaking of babies, though, I really just want to congratulate Jack and Courtney for Aww. the arrival of little Penelope. Little she Penelope. finally arrived last week. Now, yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, last week. And she's perfect and she is just div- – oh, my God. Like Jack just sends us photos in our they went out chat for a, that we've got. I don't know, a lunch the-, the other day and she had a little mimosa and I was like – I know. How are you – it had been like six days post-birth and I'm thinking – I'm comparing her to like some of my friends that have had babies and they definitely weren't out walking around on the streets having a mimosa. Like good on them. Good on her. Like, honestly, I'm just so proud of Courtney. I'm so happy for them. They're actually acing parenting and I'm just over the moon and I can't wait to get to meet little Penelope, little cherub, like the cutest little mouth. I just want to, like, squeeze the cheeks. I know. So cute. Like the little 
the little cheeks and the little mouth. Oh my god. On another note, so we've we've had our little vent of our week and you know, the prices of things and, <laughs> oh, I mean, should we talk about the Arias? I mean, the, look, guys, the Arias was so much fun. Yeah. It was a really, it was, you know what I enjoyed actually the most? I enjoyed like the glam, the taking the photos, yeah. the, the whole process of getting there. But also being there was really fun and getting to see all the performances. And we got to see G Flip perform live. Yeah. Which was incredible. Just an incredible performer. Yeah. Yeah. And G Flip ended up winning a couple of uh, Aria awards. And we met Chriselle. Yes, we met Chriselle. I watched Selling Sunset. And I don't think, Dom, you don't watch Selling Sunset. I've only watched like the first two seasons and then I kind of just like, you know, lost a bit of interest. Like I was watching other things. You know what I mean? You know how that happens. I've been keeping up with the uh, Selling Sunset drama though. So I'm, I'm, you know, up to date with everything that's happening, and I was still a buzz to meet Chriselle, yeah, in person. She's, she's beautiful. Little, she's like such a tiny person. Yeah, she's, she's so tiny, like petite, and little, and beautiful. But she was so sweet. Like she gave us like a really like good amount of time to chat, and yeah. um, then some people wanted to come up and get photos with her, and then our chat came to an end, which was sad. But um, and Chriselle wanted to steal Ella's dress off her back, literally. She was like, I need this dress. She was like, can <laughs> I get that tomorrow? Before we even got a word in, before we even said hello, because we were going to her to say hello, she just like saw us and was pointing at my dress. And before I could even get anything out of my mouth, she was like, where is this dress from? Like, who is this by? Can I have it for tomorrow? This is a really bad American accent, guys. Please don't come for me. And um, I was like, I can actually arrange that for you. So slid in the DMs and I have connected her with the stylist and the designer and I also may have asked if she'd come on the podcast but she kind of didn't answer that question which I expected <laughs> like she answered everything else but didn't answer the podcast I know. question yeah but hey you tried so that's yeah. all you can do and I saw that they've left Sydney anyway I think they're in Melbourne actually so oh are they yeah, because I saw Crystal posted a thing and they were like at Melbourne Airport. So, oh, because I know that G Flip's from Melbourne. So, they're probably down there to see family. So, the Arias was cool because we got to sit down. I was slowly uh, fading away as the day went on. Like, I popped a couple Neurofins to get me through the next few hours. But then by the time it got to about six o'clock, I was like, oof, I'm like. I'm getting pretty tired and I started to feel a bit sweaty. So I was like, babe, I think we should go. But we didn't leave that early. Like we left like an no, hour early. We left an hour early and honestly it was yeah. a long ass day. Like yesterday I was exhausted and I mean still yeah. today. Still today, just you know? wrecked. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. It was so fun to get glammed up. We haven't done something like that in so long. I know. And it was great. We got new great pics. Like it was awesome. I'm glad that we did it. Yeah, no, it was it's super fun and it, it's it is so fun getting to do that kind of stuff with your best friend and getting glam and doing all of that kind of stuff. So um definitely it's you know, making memories, which we love. We don't get to do these sorts of events very often because we both don't really go to many events unless we know that we're both gonna be going together. No. It's just about reserving the energy, like for things mm. that you really wanna actually go to. And you know, we have our own personal life that we wanna have 
great energy for as well. Like I want to be putting my best foot forward for my friends and my family too and my partner. And if we're doing all of these events that we see that everyone's going to on social media, I would be run down and dead and tired way too often. Like like being in this world, guys, you know, being an influencer and doing all of that stuff, you know, it comes with getting invited to a lot of things. Mm. And I tell you right now, if I was to go to everything that landed in my inbox on a weekly basis – I would not be home. No. Like I would not get anything done ever because there's always an event on every day, I'm telling yeah. you guys. Like and I'm I'm not complaining about it. Like I'm blessed to get invited by brands to mm. to, you know, launch events or whatever it may be. It's lots of fun, but mm. the thing is, if I went to absolutely everything, I would not be able to get anything done. Mm. Like I wouldn't be able to have my life. I wouldn't you know, it, it's just it's all about balance. And I know we spoke about this recently on the podcast going into the silly season and Mm. trying to balance out, you know, seeing everyone and celebrating Christmas and all of that fun stuff Mm. but also taking the time for yourself. Mm. And that's what I'm planning on doing this weekend, that's for sure. I'm going to get – I've had two days off the gym. I want to just, you know, ease back into the gym and just sleep in and just have some time for me. I, I need it. Oh, mate, I wish. I have another birthday this weekend down in the Mornington Peninsula and that's what I mean. Like, But no drinking for you. Oh, no, 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 definitely no drinking. But that's what I mean. Like if I was to go to all these events, I wouldn't have the energy to be there for my friends and like the, um, the important events that actually mean something to me. But – my time to switch off will be next Friday. I am going back to my Zenland in Bali with Guy and it's just going to be me and him. Last time my brother and one of my other best mates, Dylan, was there. So Guy and I didn't really have like – well, we had alone time but we didn't have like just us every single day and um, I'm really yeah, looking forward to this is going to be proper you and him time. Yeah, proper us time just for 10 days. And that'll be when I really try to just switch off and feel a bit more reset, rejuvenated, you know. I love Vacay Ella. Vacay Ella is just so much more happy and, like, relaxed and happy-go-lucky. And so is Guy. Guy, Vacay Guy is great. Like, I reckon everyone's Vacay version of them is just the best and I wish that we could be at 24-7. Oh, 100%. If I could be Vacay version of Dom every day, it would be bloody epic. So... Reading-wise, last month you guys know that we read Attached, which we recommend to bloody everyone. It's amazing. Hope you guys have read it. So our book club for next month is a pretty insightful, intense book, and it is the Britney Spears memoir, The Woman in Me. So the woman in me. The woman Can you say me. that, babe, in your love uh, love triangle voiceover, please? The woman in me. Wow. Wow. Poor Brittany. All I can oh, say God, is. Honestly, like. Woo! So I read it and then I audio booked it as well because, look, I will be honest, I need to sort of hear things and read things, as I've mentioned before. Like I, I tend to struggle to absorb information. Um, but you guys know that we have got our book club, our sit with us, read with us book club going, and we've got all of the booktopia links provided in our show notes. And yeah, this is our next month's book recommendation. If you want to get to know Brittany, 
you have to read it. Like it really does take you on a fucking deep ride. Like, And if you were a teenager in the, you know, early 2000s and you remember the Britney of those days, you are really going to want to read this book, guys, because there are some really intense uh, moments but also you know, you've got to remember that this is coming from Britney's perspective as well. So we're hearing everything that happened with her and in her and Justin, oh. between her and her mum and her sister and her, and her dad. Like mm. you are going to hear things that you, you're you not even going to believe Honestly, half the shit that she goes on and says. But by the end of it, you believe it because oh, yeah. when you – Honestly, like by, by the time you get to the end of the book, you can 100% believe that her family were users, were manipulating her, were using her, all of the above. Like it is just wild. And you know, her life. But I, I truly, and I don't blame her for being a bit weird. Yeah. That's all I can say. I know. Well, I mean, yeah, once you read it and you actually get inside of the life that she's been living or lived for those 12 or 13 years when she was in the conservatory. Like it all makes sense to why she is the way she is now on her social media. And she even explains why she dances in the nude and why she does these certain things. So there is meaning yeah. behind it. But look, for me, when I finished the book and then I, I started listening to all of Britney's songs, like from back in the day when, you know, we were kids, I actually felt really different. Like I didn't necessarily feel so happy listening to her music because now I know what went into making it. Like I feel a bit weird. There's so much sadness behind yeah. all those videos, behind yeah. all of that that music that she was coming out with. It, yeah. it really is an eye-opener and I can't wait to actually chat about this in, in depth because there is so many layers to this story. There honestly is. But um, we actually just saw the other day when we were together for the Arias that uh, yeah. Jamie Lynn Spears, her sister, has actually just um, arrived in Australia because they're filming the UK version of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and she's going on it. Wow. So you can imagine. So imagine oh, that your whole MO, like all you're about is literally talking shit about your sister and that's the only way that you make a living and that you, like, imagine that. Yeah. Like, like just she fully wrote a completely book railroading your family. Yeah, monetized off her sister's sadness and that'll be interesting. Off her pain, gonna, off her fucking, yeah. oh. We're going to have to watch that so that we can chat about it because, I mean, look, I was saying this to Dom. When I was out on a run after reading some of Britney, I was imagining if I ever saw Britney's parents. It was. It's like when in Sex in the City when Charlotte ever saw Big, what she would do and what she would say in her water breaks. Yes. I was literally running yeah. imagining what I would say if I saw Britney's parents and what I would do and I had so much anger in me and what I wanted to do. So, yeah, that is going to be our next month's book recommendation. That will be our last book recommendation for the year as well because we're wrapping up. We're having a little Christmas break in about a month's time um, as we all deserve. Yeah, it's the end of 2023, guys. It's almost 2024, which is scary as fuck. I know, I know. But we will continue the book club in the new year, but this is definitely um, one of my f- one of the most interesting books I've read in a long time where I've actually felt the emotion in it um, because I don't really read emotional books. So I really liked it and it wasn't too hard for me to read as well, which if, you know, if there's other listeners out there who struggle with reading like me, it actually wasn't too hard after I sort of got into it. Yeah. It's a bit, little bit hard to get your head around 
all the names, the names and the yeah. relationships with the, the different people that she's trying to describe. Mm. But it, it once you get into it, you, you you're like you can't put it down. Like I honestly could not put the book yeah. down. I was just so engrossed in it. So um, really keen to discuss that. Uh, so make sure you pick up a copy. We will leave the link to Booktopia and our page there, um, all in the show notes, guys. And we'll also link it on all of our social media when this episode goes live. So don't forget to pick yourself up a copy. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll chat to you guys next week. We'll chat to you soon. Love you guys so much. Thank you for sitting with us today and have the best day. Bye guys.